Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't think it's a thing that you can stop. We're yeah. always going to see things and be like, oh my God, I love the way that is done or this is done. That's like being inspired by life. And if anything, we should expand our scope of where we do that. Yeah. So something I always tell like my clients and especially... Um, on my card creation course, yeah. where I work with people to make their own decks. I'm like, don't be looking at other decks. Why yeah. would you look in the deck marketplace to yeah. be like, what kind of things can I create? Because it's like that thing, it's already done. Yeah. So if you're a coach, don't look at other coaches. It's like, where can your inspiration come from? Especially in terms of, if you're thinking about like your branding and your graphic design, look to like the albums that you really look yeah. or like book covers that you really like and find like aspects of that instead of what's the trend in my industry of like the latest Canva post. It's yeah. like, I'll grow where you're getting your inspiration. You are listening to The Chillpreneur Podcast, the place that we have vibey conversations with some of the most inspiring and mission-driven entrepreneurs, building digital businesses and creating history-making brands. Being a chillpreneur means rebelling against hustle culture and proving that you don't need to sacrifice living a fun-filled, adventurous life to build a business that changes the world. Get ready to be inspired, have a laugh, and of course, meet some extraordinary people along the way. Welcome to the Chillpreneur Podcast. Hello, 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 my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Chillpreneur Podcast. I just want to first of all say, I hope you're having an amazing day. I deeply, deeply appreciate you hanging out with me on the podcast so that I can bring you these incredible chats with incredible people. Because honestly, today's chat is going to blow your mind. If you've followed me from some time, you will know that I am obsessed with branding. I really am. I am even sort of transitioning myself from being a traditional business mentor into someone who really specializes in the branding arena. Now, I don't have graphic design skills. That's not the type of branding that I like to do. But what I really like to do is help to like reach inside of my client's heart and pull out their individual mission and turn that into something that is palatable for their audience. I really like to help people conceptualize bringing their purpose to life in a very tangible way. The problem that I do face as a branding mentor, however, is that there is a lot of imitation within this space and it's not done consciously. You know, I don't think many people are out there being like, let me exactly copy this person but I think the problem lies in that people just don't know how to inspire themselves they absolutely struggle when it comes into where to pull inspiration from and there's facets to this you know one facet is that specifically as women we do really struggle to trust ourselves and trust our own inner authority and our 
in a voice but the other side of it is that people just genuinely don't know where to get inspired from and without that kind of let's say aesthetic creative bone it's just easy to look at what the person next to you is doing and so I'm really excited to bring this chat to you today because I sat down with one of the people that I consider to be one of the most creative in this industry she truly is leading the conversation when it comes to authenticity, when it comes to creativity, she's an artist, she's a mentor, she's just all the things. Honestly, it's really hard to box Gabriella into any type of description or title because she's truly, truly authentically herself and has created an incredible business out of that. The reason why I wanted to bring her onto the podcast specifically, other than the fact that she's just a freaking vibe, like if you're watching if you go and watch the YouTube video, like I think that that is such a vibe sitting down and just watching us chat to one another. She is just so magnetic and charismatic. However, I really wanted to bring her on so that I could really pick her brain about inspiration, about creativity and about authenticity. She is such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to artistic endeavors. And I thought that was the perfect type of person to speak to, to just empower you to get a little more bold, a little more rebellious in your creative endeavors, a little more authentic to how to bring a little more you to the table. I really think that we could have so much more diversity in entrepreneurship, in creativity, in content creators, in social media, if people learn to trust truly being themselves and learn to listen to that inner voice. And so this chat is really just going to inspire you to do exactly that. I just love Gabriella so much. Again, I just want to repeat it. She is the biggest vibe. You are absolutely going to want to follow her on social media. Like her daily stories just makes me want to live a more delicious life. I don't know how else to explain that. But without further ado, I won't keep you too long in this introduction. Let's jump into today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome officially to the Chillpreneur Podcast. I'm so excited to be here. I was saying to you just now that I was going to let this conversation flow wherever goes and I yeah. still will because you have a lot of very interesting things we'll to chatting. say <laughs> however I feel as though the Chopreneur family need a little lesson in creativity and you my dear friend are <laughs> the absolute queen of it I was you know having a conversation with someone before about uh what I thought was hot and not in the industry mm-hmm. and one of the things that I'm really struggling with in this space at the moment is the drag and drop the drag and drop business, the drag and drop branding, the drag and drop templates, all of the stuff. And so I want to just jump in deep. Let's go. Let's go. How can people be more creative? I know it's such an open-ended <laughs> question, but yeah. like, can you first of all maybe define like, because I know obviously you have such an incredible perspective and I want to get to your story in just a second, but to set the tone of this conversation, like what the fuck is creativity and why do so many people just avoid it like, yeah, like it's the plague? <laughs> I think the idea of being creative and being fully expressed is something that is so attractive to everybody. Like we want to be able to be unique, have crystallized some kind of identity for ourselves or way of expressing but that's really complicated to do and I think it's so natural for people to follow what people inspire them or to take inspiration from people and to essentially steal from people in order to learn that is the beginning part of being creative or finding something that you enjoy and then it's like oh I love the way that person does it let me emulate that but the next layer that goes on from that of being able to 
create your own way of doing things and ultimately like stand out as an individual, do something different, comes from just time. Mm. Time of getting to know yourself, of trying out different things, of being okay, failing, of missing the mark and like it doesn't end. I think as soon as you you know, pick, this is my font, this is my, you know, yeah. color scape or whatever that I use and you do that forever, you're going to stagnate and be bored of yourself. Like creativity itself is such an active thing. Yeah. And the way I see it and the way I think we can help ourselves or I work with other people to unlock their creativity is really by strengthening your relationship with yourself yeah. because to express yourself, you've got to know who you are. You've got to know what things turn you on what excites you in order to be like I really really like this and sometimes it's a little bit clear of I know I don't like that and I know I don't want to make something like that and that kind of directs you as well but giving yourself that permission to explore what it is that you like and then doing that develops your intuition and you get stronger and stronger of being like I know what my style looks like it becomes this intuitive thing but it is just a journey that comes of getting to know yourself being playful with it sharing things yeah because I think then some where maybe entrepreneurs get trapped I don't know this is definitely something I struggled with but that's why exactly like you said they just like it is like stealing what other people are doing because that's also a safe route as well right to be like okay this person's got success with that thing I know it's safe they're not going to get cancelled they're not going to get judged and so if I do the same then I am going to be entitled to that some sort of safety right but how do people break that barrier of fear? When I say people, I mean entrepreneurs. You yeah. know? I deal with specifically female entrepreneurs wanting to build up their personal brand. And I think there's some disconnect between I'm a serious business owner mm-hmm. and I'm an artist. I'm a creative. Yeah. Like everything you're saying is probably this beautiful, like, it I'd can love lose, to like, do What that. does this mean in the real life? Yeah. Where is this grounded? Um, I think in terms of business space and how to use creativity in growing a business or more so like developing your own space in the market or a different way that you are seen I think again that comes from the same thing and we can say about it for me it's in a little bit more stereotypical terms of like the paintings that I'm doing and the things that I'm illustrating but I also apply it for every aspect of building out my business and The fact is, if you're just following a template that somebody's always done, you're always going to be a couple steps behind them or you're always going to be doing a a lesser version or a version that's not entirely you. So you're not going to be able to be fully excited by it because it's not the fullest version of what you're capable of creating. So in terms of you know, bringing uniqueness into your business, I think it has to come at every single level of, of really being clear on what it is that your message is, who you're serving, all of that creates opportunities or you find opportunities for serving different people from a different perspective. Because honestly, like I really see business is such a selfish thing. Like we create the businesses that we wish existed. We create things like, I wish this person was teaching me this thing in this specific way. And then it's like the the self-confidence of being like, well, dude, no one else is doing it. I'll yeah. just fucking do it. I'll just make it. Yeah. This might be like a, a kind of, I'd love to dive into this a little bit because I think sometimes what also then traps people is connection to self, 
like sorry influence that is guised mm-hmm. as connection to self yeah you know so many people are like looking outwards of being like oh i like that person or i like that branding yeah. like it resonates with me and therefore it is me yeah. and that's a big part because when i've asked someone i've been like oh you know your branding kind of looks like somebody else it's like yeah but i really like that mm-hmm. and it's not to say that they don't but it's like if what like people are running into this problem where they're constantly being outwardly influenced. Like how do they stop that and connect in? I don't think it's a thing that you can stop. We're always going to see things and be like, oh my God, I love the way that is done or this is done. That's like being inspired by life. And if anything, we should expand our scope of where we do that. So something I always tell like my clients and especially um, on my card creation course where I work with people to make their own decks, I'm like, don't be looking at other decks. Why yeah. would you look in the deck marketplace to yeah. be like, what kind of things can I create? Because it's like that thing, it's already done. Yeah. So if you're a coach, don't look at other coaches. It's like, where can your inspiration come from? Especially in terms of, if you're thinking about like your branding and your graphic design, look to like the albums that you really look yeah. or like book covers that you really like and find like aspects of that instead of what's the trend in my industry of like the latest Canva post. It's yeah. like, I'll grow where you're getting your inspiration. Yeah. Get it from what you really get excited by because it's yeah. probably not someone else you've seen it on Instagram probably isn't your biggest inspiration. Yeah. It's probably like an album you listened to when you was like 15. <laughs> right? It's Britney, bitch. It's exactly. I mean, look at us right now. It is absolutely yeah. Britney, bitch. But I love that as well. Like I love the something that I talk about similarly to you in terms of creativity and like expanding your... I guess, sources of, mm-hmm. of inspiration, of creativity. I do that in the same um, context as learning. You know, when yes. you're going to learn something, don't just learn from the, the yeah. entrepreneur next to you because that's going to have, it's going to be laced with their opinions and perspectives and ideas and even personality. And and we, even it's like a watered down version. Like yeah. it's like go to the source material yeah. and then find their source material and their source material and 100%. you get to go deeper into something. And keep going up. But what would you then say for someone who just feels like, because this is something that I've also heard, (laughs) is someone said to me once, I just feel like I've got nothing that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that they have made their business their entire life, but they find it really difficult to stay engaged with things outside of their business. You know what I mean? They have built their business to be such a big part of their Mm -hmm. life. And that personality expression outside of that business hasn't been tapped into for such a long time that, you know, giving that advice of like, go out and get inspiration elsewhere. It's like, where the fuck do I even start? Yeah. I think that's such a common thing, especially Mm -hmm. people going into entrepreneurship and building a business because it's fucking hard. It's hard to get a business growing and to be the point where it's consistently profitable. And I think for me, like I even experienced it. And I think because so much of my business is my hobbies, like what started out as my hobbies of painting and creating things then transformed into the business. So then this... um, I guess, outlet that was completely free of any monetization, I then like repurpose for the entirety of my business. And I realized I was like, oh, I need to have things that have nothing to, I have no intention of putting a price tag on it. I have no intention of succeeding even at that thing because then you get to really be playful with it. Whereas I move from a place of true play with my art because I was like but this is also going to be a product yeah Yeah. so it is like I don't know like 
Write a list, like yeah. literally write a list of the things that you want to try out and keep allowing yourself to regularly do it. Like a few years ago, I started pole dancing. I'm yes. fucking obsessed with it. A few months ago, I started pottery, which yeah. absolutely is actually become part of my business. But I think that's allowed as well. Like in that allows you to be expanding yeah. in your business and in your personal life. Like I really think as entrepreneurs as creatives our biggest job is to stay inspired and gen yeah. like if we want people to pay attention to us online we have to be interesting and to be interesting we Magnetic. have to be interested in our own lives yeah. like not bored not doing the same thing not just making stuff for the hopes that someone just buys it but actually an interesting person yeah I will say that you have nailed that. Not to like <laughs> gush, but to gush for a second. Because as you were just speaking then, I was like, I love your art, but I think I love your life more. <laughs> like in, in following you, it is that like that creative like self-expression. It, it feels yeah. like you have a very genuine like relationship mm -hmm. to yourself. And I think yeah. that is what is most interesting to me as a consumer of your content. Obviously the art is one thing I don't have a similar style businesses to the people that you speak to most totally. one of the reasons why I'm captivated by your content is it really does just seem like you are obsessed with your life yeah I mean I think if if I look to any of the creatives who I admire their art is not separated from who they are as an individual yeah. so it's like their personality how they spend their life is what makes the art more valuable from like musicians to like visual artists it's the reason like why they made the thing or who they are that led them to make that thing that makes it interesting. It's not just a picture by itself. We don't give a shit about that. We yeah, care like the story this behind person it. made that picture and yeah. it means this and this and this. Well, it's so true then even in products like mo a lot of the entrepreneurs that I work with, yeah, they are like service providers or coaches or yeah. teachers of some sort. And the best products are the ones developed out of the lifestyle that someone yeah. lives and just like the true essence of why that product was brought to life. I think yeah. it's really easy to see now, like along, like through the strategic development of something mm -hmm. and when something has been developed like purely from passion. Yeah. And it's so much easier. Like that, it comes back like full circle to us being like, it's so much easier to see someone have success with something and be like, oh, well, I'll just make, I'll make thing. a course like Influencer Vibes yeah. and then that will have the success. But the reason why it had the success for you was because of the story that it came yeah, off. Because of you as the person who is making that thing and like it's built on everything. It's not just a standalone product because why would we want that? We buy from people. We care about the person yeah. who's made the thing and that makes it more impactful so to just be out here like throwing courses together or throwing services together yeah. without taking into account like who are you to say this why do you want to say it? why are you so excited to say it yeah. it's the excitement the piece behind it and that's you know I, I think as well like people going through all of these like challenges and creating these incredible results for themselves mm. and being like ugh, that's like not profitable or that's yeah. not marketable like let me just go fucking choose something so random because yeah. somebody else is doing it it's like you could be missing out on your magic like the 100%. thing that you came to do the thing that universe put all these little challenges in place so that you could become a life master of yeah. this thing and yet you're like it's so integrated it's so a part of me yeah. that it's too obvious totally. let me go like struggle and try to do the other thing and we don't know like what 
it's impossible to know like what business you're actually building when you start the business. You can have an idea. You can be like, I want to serve this type of person. But like as you progress through and especially when you allow yourself to follow the things that naturally interest you, you then like that's making your own niche just happens by accident. You don't have to be like, this is my subset of the market that I'm targeting because if anything, that's going to limit you probably in a way that you wouldn't organically go. Whereas it's like, if you allow yourself to follow what naturally interests you to make elements of it up from scratch, what don't, what no one else is doing already, then it's like, oh, this little section of the market is mine and I have no idea, but I've got so much place to play in it because I let myself be guided to it. You know the hot, the big debate, the biggest <laughs> debate. Like, don't worry about the debate on the economy. The mm. debate on the niche. The niche. Oh. <laughs> what is your opinion on that? Because I see like see people raging about this yeah. topic. Some people are like, "You are the niche. The mm. niche is you. The business is you." And that is so so just beautiful I love that Mm. I love that concept it's me like it's my life it's I live and breathe it and then I have people on the other side being like that's fucking stupid like niche yourself or you will never grow (laughs) like you know the Instagram marketers and all of them are like if you don't have a niche you don't have a business yeah what's your opinion I mean my general opinion is fuck a niche because I just don't think it's the right question to be asking most of the time when you see like the the influence like um, Instagram coach is saying you need a niche, you need a niche. That is for a very specific type of business. And if you want to have a specific type of business where you're making one specific product, where you're selling that thing over and over again, you're showing up the same way every single day. Absolutely. You are going to have quicker success, probably more success if you follow that route. But for them, like 99% of people, they're not going to stick that. They're going to bored as fuck of it after like three months, six months and then yeah. pivot and then pick another niche and then get bored of it and pivot. And this is the thing that like I see so many people doing and then they end up just having going nothing. around in circles, like yeah. having nothing. Whereas it's like if you let yourself go a little bit slower and truly like figure out who you are, your own way of doing things, then you have so much more sustainability for your career. You have so much more just it's easier because you're not commanding yourself to have everything figured out and be like an elevator pitch within a week and be able to be so pinned (laughs) down. I sleep now. (laughs) It's very, I just see it as very unnatural to the way most people function. Yeah. And the way most of us function is that we're interested in multiple different things. We're excited by different ideas. And I think the idea of, what you said about like seeing yourself, like your personality as your niche is kind of like the way to go. And it's also not a niche, but it's accidentally a niche. And that's the thing of like finding your specific place in the market isn't something, there's no like 10 step quiz that's going to figure it out. It's just time figures it out. Yeah. And it's going to look differently for everyone. Yeah, you know, 100%. so many people I know that you had a program, which I actually do, which I love, which is like the multi-passionate. Yeah conversation and I think that there are some people that are generally more multi-passionate that would be stifled by the idea and then there are people who are more linear minded and like the 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 focus of maybe going down one path like you said there are Mm -hmm. a section of people who like that would be suited for and they're just like I'm going to do the same thing for the rest of my life nothing wrong with that if it's your vibe but I totally agree with you it's not most people's especially not in today's society where (laughs) we have everything available to us every source of inspiration possible um 
But speaking about Korea, I know I said I was going to come back to this. I want to hear about your journey. <laughs> uh, we just talked about everything, but I really do because you have such a fascinating story, a fascinating business. Like, how did it all start? Yeah. You know what, my friend? I think it's about damn time that you took your business and the impact that you desire to have to the next level. You know, I can see inside your soul and I know that you came to do big things. Don't you think? Well, if so, then you need to check out our free visible masterclass. This class is all about learning how to create scroll stopping content that gets noticed and how to build massive engagement and trust with your community. Trust is such a big one because let's face it, you know, being visible isn't just about being popular. That just doesn't cut it anymore. It's about serving and growing and building a community of true fans that not only engage with you and want to buy from you, but also want to spread the word. They want to be a part of the mission that you are here to share with the world. So if you're ready to become the person that your audience is obsessed, obsessed with searching for so that you can start not only living out your purpose, but building that freedom lifestyle that you're dreaming of, then you need to sign up for the Visible Masterclass today. Trust us, trust us, you will not regret this one. It is freaking epic. I mean, listen to this testimonial that one of our students shared with us. They said, thank you so much for this masterclass. Wow, it has so much value. And honestly, I've been in a lot of coaching programs and paid over $15,000 for strategies that simply don't work. And your masterclass by itself blew my mind. You are incredible and I cannot wait to be permanently in this community. If you want to sign up for the free visible masterclass, then use the link in the show notes. Like I said, it is absolutely free and you will not regret it. All right, let's get back to today's episode. So I've actually been selling like things that I make online for like well over 10 years. Yeah. Like I used to, when I was at uni, I had a Etsy shop where I'd make jewelry and it. I sold a necklace made out of like Barbie hands and Francis Bean Cobain. Like, I love Kurt it. Cobain's daughter <laughs> bought it off me and I was Stop. like, I've made it. This is it. Like <laughs> a pig. I'm set for life. <laughs> Honestly, still like one of my favorite things to happen. I love um, that. Yeah, I used to make like weird jewelry and clothes. Like I think I just was on the internet I saw people were like sharing the things that they created got into like the blogging world and things like that and yeah the whole while like I was at uni thinking I'm, I'm gonna be a psychologist but like let me just play with my art stuff Whoa. let me just do that and then by the time it came for me you know I was like interviewing for my master's in psychology and it was like another four years of school and then obviously like full workload and I was like what the fuck am I doing this makes this is not how I want to spend the next four years let alone literally the rest of my life um yeah so then that's really when I kind of took a step away from schooling and like following that particular path um went traveling for a while and things like that but yeah I think realizing that I didn't want to go down that route. I didn't want to work for anybody else. And I knew that I wanted to make art and create things and just being on the internet and seeing that, oh, this is actually okay. possible. Like where I'm from, like my family, I don't know anyone who's an artist. I don't know anyone who like makes things and sells them online. Yeah. It's a weird thing to do. But yeah, the internet showed me that like, oh, this might actually be possible. Yeah. 
And here we are. I fast forward a decade. <laughs> she is the queen <laughs> of creativity, God. in my opinion. Oh. I love something that you had mentioned a while ago on your Instagram stories, and we had a conversation last time we hang, hung out about the mentorship mm. from people that don't know you. The concept oh, yeah. of having your inspirations mm-hmm. and then getting mentorship from them without actually having a conversation. Can you talk into that? Because I think that is also, again, this episode for me, I really want to inspire people to find their original voice, Mm -hmm. original creativity, and a different way of doing business. And I feel like this is a really good solution to the idea that you need to have high ticket long-term mentorship from someone who's like one step above you yeah and yeah it's great to be mentored it's great to get lessons and information from people but like your concept is very <laughs> creative of course because you're creative in all well, areas like, i might not remember what i specifically <laughs> said to you okay <laughs> they probably like reworked it but like yeah i mean the career that I imagine for myself or the work that I imagine for myself doing now like it's continually changing but like the vision of what I want to create now there isn't anyone who's done that before there isn't one person I can go to can be like oh this is the step and this is step because it's like an amalgamation of like 10 people and these new things that I want to try and my own spin on things so there isn't someone who could even mentor me to do that thing but I think that's a really sorry to cut in for a second but that's actually a really good litmus test yeah. of originality. Being like, especially in this space where you can me- yeah. like sew together all of these different industries, inspirations and things and like for it still to make sense because it's the internet. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not demographically um, segmented in any kind of way. Like you can reach any interest of any person mm-hmm. anywhere. And so the litmus test of is there someone doing exactly what I want to do that I could essentially copy and paste their personality and their business that's a problem yeah and then it's like oh you need to ask yourself a couple more questions you need to go a little bit deeper on it yeah Yeah. I love that so there wasn't there's no one like you so then the mentorship exercise so then yeah when I look at the things that I want to do and the the a lot of the time for me it's more an approach to creating or an approach to business, not specifically, like if there's a specific thing that I want to do in my business, if I want to learn how to build whatever type, if I want to build a Shopify website, if I want to build a funnel, there is going to be a course, there is going to be someone I can hire who can teach me that really specific thing. And then it's really helpful to like spend that money, help, like get that help. But more so when it's in terms of, when I'm thinking of the things I want to create on my career on a bigger scale, it's more ideologies or a way of looking at business and creating. And then I can look to people like Rick Rubin or Erica Badu or Kanye West and think to myself, like, if if I asked them these questions, if I was faced with, if they were faced with a similar problem, what would their solution be? What would their way of processing through this thing? And how do you know? Is that because you've studied them quite extensively? Like I know I watched your video recently where you had read Rick Rubin's book. Yeah. I'm still on the freaking waiting list for that book. Oh my right? God, it's so good. It's sold out it's everywhere. It's excellent. <laughs> it's so good. Like I I saw an interview with him and he like wrote the entire book over like 10 years and then scrapped it and was like, this is the entirely wrong approach. I'm writing it again. And that kind of like intuition of what you're creating and willingness to let go of things is so core to what it is so back to your question I think it is like I know 
my version of these people. So yeah. like what these Your people represent to me, why I find them so inspiring. They're not just random people who I kind of like. They're the people where I'm like, yeah, I would love to be, I would love their approval like or whatever it would be of my work like they're the people I look up to are like they're doing this shit in yeah. a way that I love so my interpretation of how I think they think from yeah. the things they've created can be easier when someone's got a book about creativity yeah. <laughs> that's kind of giving of you a guide or like yeah. yeah but like understanding their values understanding their ethos again it's like on bigger scale things rather than Oh, what, how do they, what's their morning routine? <laughs> Who gives a shit? I don't really care. <laughs> Rick Rubin probably meditates for three hours, so like that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's like, what would, what would their approach be? What do I, because ultimately like the things, the, the people we like, yeah. why we like them is because they unlock part of our brain that we find really exciting. So it's just like tapping into that. Like That's anyone we look up to is because they show us part of ourselves. So it's just being aware of that and being aware like, oh, I can just ask myself those questions. It really is your own intuition yeah. just with a mirror of like somebody Literally. else's face. Yeah. yeah, that's so freaking powerful. Um, but on that same like, I guess like mentorship because I think why people then seek mentorship exactly like you said there's two types of reasons why people go in the realms of like mentorship it's either because I need to learn a skill mm -hmm. so powerful so powerful I believe yeah, in that 100% if you run into a block in your business where you're like I don't have these skills mm -hmm. or I could develop these skills further there is some type of education out there some type of consulting some type of yep. you know fresh perspective that I think in that moment but I think a lot of people are so lost mm -hmm. with everything that then they seek like someone to provide all of the answers to them. And that's why they yeah. invest in mentorship. What are some things that people could do instead? Like if mm -hmm. they're feeling so freaking creatively blocked, so blocked in their relationship with themselves, like where could a person start to kind of like unravel those conversations with themselves? Yeah, I think... I think the worst thing that they could do is just seek a mentor and be like, please give me guidance, tell me every single thing that I could do. And I, I think that can seem like the easier option of you just tell me like what type of business I could make and what type of yeah. thing I should be doing. That's, yeah, I'm lost. Tell me everything, please. Yeah. But that's only going to take them further away from where they really want to go, which is understanding themselves, like really creating a business that, they want to be running they yeah. want to be spending a huge chunk of their lives doing um introspection like spending time with yourself getting to know yourself otherwise yeah. everything that you build on the foundation is irrelevant in so many ways if it's not built on how you want to be spending your time yeah it's all going to come back to like how much do you know yourself how much do you value yourself and it can literally start with like one book yeah. or like one person you're interested in, like watch a bunch of interviews. Maybe you heard that they went to a certain city and that inspired them. Like book yourself a flight and go to that city and like be out, be in your life. Be in the world. So much of like when people feel stuck, so much of like when I go through periods of being stuck, I'm like, oh, I'm doing the same fucking thing every day. Yeah. I can just like read a different type of thing or go to a different type of place or right. have a different conversation. Yeah. And then there's a new world of things available to you. It just unlocks a yeah. whole entire new perspective. That's so fucking yeah. true because, and I think that's another thing as well that like people may look 
at people like your, yourself and I having this conversation where it's like, okay, well, you figured it out. You figured yourself out. Yeah. Not knowing that, fuck, man, sometimes it's tough here <laughs> too, you know. <laughs> like, taller, yeah. And there are periods of time that you're going to, even at this stage, be like, I have no idea what I'm mm-hmm. doing, who I am, or like what's going on. Yeah. And so even in those circumstances, like it's the same advice. Yeah. It's the same mindset, block. It's just with oh, a little bit of a different life happening well, on the outside. I see a lot of conversations online where – it, it it would lead somebody to feel like they've done something wrong if they're later in their career, like they have established career and then they're like, oh, now I don't know what to do. Yeah, It's like, oh, you fucked something up, like your business isn't working. I see it more so that like you're growing, yeah. you're expanding as an individual and that means that like you're going to outgrow aspects of your business and that is a sign that you're on the right track. Like even feeling stuck or feeling bored in life in general is a sign that you've outgrown something and you're seeking the next thing. So instead of being like, oh, I've stepped backwards, it just means that you're on to the next part of it. You're available for something different. Do you think there's a way to have that same evolution without having the periods of stagnation? Yeah, when you're aware of it, when you like know your patterns, like I've been (laughs) paying attention to like the way I think and the way I feel for so long that I can almost like anticipate a period where I'm like, I'm probably going to feel like after a big project, when I launch a big project, I'm usually like high, high of like doing it and so excited. And then there's probably going to be a period of flatness because from the big peak, waiting for the next thing. I know that now. I'm yeah. like, oh, I haven't just fucked everything yeah. up. I don't hate everything. Why am I sad <laughs> yeah, now? I'm not like, then this whole business to the ground. I'm like, oh, I'm just waiting for the next thing. Yeah. And I, I know what things I can do to position myself, like yeah. to be inspired for the next thing. I love that because I talk a lot about seasons like yeah. in business. And because people often, I even got asked just today, like about the whole entrepreneur philosophy. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I'm still quite an intense person. <laughs> and so it is based on, yeah, that, that, that balance of different seasons, how sometimes you put your head down, you mm. focus, and sometimes you go fuck off to Europe for three months yeah. and do nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, that's, that's, you know, not necessarily the balance, but like, that's the different seasons. And so yeah. getting to know yourself in those like creative spikes Mm. as well as those creative lulls and like knowing that that's okay as well I think is such an important thing because I don't know if you agree with like the clients that you've worked with but I think sometimes when we see again like so many people having these successes and these conversations and not to say that Instagram is a highlight reel because it is but it kind of doesn't matter anyway like but I think we create these expectations on ourselves that it should look something that isn't like something that isn't actually human yeah well, I mean, ultimately, I think that's kind of boring. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Like, if you think back to, like, the early days of Instagram that was so, like, curated and polished, mm. like, the trend now is, like, dump posts and, like, yeah. so not that and so much more laid back. And I think it's because overall, like, people have realized how stagnant and devoid of life the perfection is or the yeah. attempted illusion of perfection perfection which is great for us as individuals and as creatives because it's like you're allowed to be messy with things you're allowed like we want things to look more human or that a human's made it not that it's made by AI or a computer like that is the value of something that it has a little it's a little bit rough around the edges do you have any fears around AI just a side note (laughs) I think it's so like there's so many conversations about like, oh my God, AI is gonna remove like artists. And I think the exact opposite is true. I think AI is gonna make it so 
the only thing that's valuable is human creativity. It's human creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Human conversation. Yeah. I was marveling. This is a total <laughs> ADD side note for a second, but I was <laughs> marveling the other day at um, like some architecture. There is nothing mm. more magnificent, in my opinion. Sorry to all my, you know, ocean and mountain galleys out there, but there is nothing more extraordinary than what humans can create with their minds. Yeah, it's insane. Like everything that we love, everything that we appreciate, it's like someone's idea or like probably a group of people's ideas have made this thing. And yeah, it's magic. Why do you think people block them? Like considering that we have so much like mm -hmm. architecture, fashion, food, music. Oh. These are all the things that I was marveling at the other day. By the way. All, <laughs> like life all is fucking sick. All of my favorite <laughs> things have come from people's minds. Um, but knowing that like the world has been created mm -hmm. by shit that's come out of people's minds. Why do you think people don't trust themselves? Yeah. I mean, I can get real like conspirational sounding when I talk about this but if we look at like how our schooling works and back from like the industrial revolution like the way we're taught the way we're schooled is mostly to be able to be part of a system that keeps going and performs these certain tasks and you know you fulfill these certain jobs yeah. and in most of that, creativity isn't a required aspect of it. So in most of schooling, like you're not encouraged mm. to be creative. Yeah. Very rarely at school you're actually there's anything that's actually focused on creativity, which is crazy to me. And also almost kind of not frowned upon in a sense, but like laughed at a little bit in like Well, it's never been an option. It's been like you're gonna be poor, you're gonna yeah. be like an outsider to society, yeah. you're a freak. Yeah. Or like yeah, you do like an art degree yeah. and like people don't take it seriously. Yeah. So it's not been historically it hasn't been something Yeah. Even if you go back to literally if you go back to my parents' generation it would have been really dangerous for them to have pursued art. They grew up working class. Like it wouldn't have been advisable for very realistic life reasons yeah. to pursue that thing. Yeah. That's like one generation away. Yeah. So it's so natural that we have this like, almost like a true fear ingrained in us to pursue creativity. And then there's also, you know, the, the conversation about expression and being seen as different to others in a society is again another thing that is scary and you're going to be taken away from the park or you're going to be other to everybody else but when we see what we actually appreciate it is people who are individuals who are doing things that are a little bit different but there can be like a real growth curve to being to figuring it out and to like going through the weird ugly duckling period of yeah. knowing what your style of individuality is yeah. and being able to do it with confidence. I have one final kind of like out there <laughs> question. Let's do it. I love that. This is just me getting inside your brain for 40 minutes. But what do you think the world would look like if everybody unlocked their creative side? So beautiful. Like literally what you were saying with like the buildings around us, the food around us. I see it so much when... It doesn't have to be in like really obvious ways, but I see it a lot in people where it's like they've just. <laughs> Sorry, it was me. <laughs> I was like, better not be me. Um, 
I see it so much in people where they've just unlocked an aspect of them and it might be like your cousin who's really good at baking so like every time there's a family function they bring their cakes mm. and everyone's fucking thrilled about it like it doesn't have to be your whole business and your whole life is stemmed on this thing it can even be in like the way you dress the way you mm. put an outfit together that makes you feel more expressed and more like yourself but I think everybody has a unique perspective, something that they can share with other people, or even just feeling more like yourself and feeling mm. like you get to see yourself more and you are giving yourself permission to dive deeper into things that turn you on and make you feel excited. That's like a better life yeah. instantly. instantly. You could paint and no one else could see it in the world, but if you have those couple of hours where you're like in the zone, enjoying it, it's worth it's it. It's delicious. I wish more entrepreneurs would honestly like allow themselves to explore yeah. that side of themselves because I think it would solve, like I just asked on the grand scale of life for humanity. Yeah. But in all honesty, I think a lot of the problems that have risen in, in this space specifically with digital entrepreneurs, specifically female entrepreneurs, there's so much conversation about like people copying mm -hmm. one another and like the quality of things being like lazy. And I feel like, Art is really the answer to all of it. 100%. Art and creativity, because if we truly honored our own creativity, we would put a little more love and passion into it, which would solve the problem that everyone's like, you know, spending $2,000 to be put in a Facebook group. Like yeah. the, the, the trash content is like, you know, is the current drama going on in this space. We would just put a little bit more love, a little bit more respect, mm -hmm. a little bit more of ourselves into things. And the customer experience because of that would be so different. And then that would also solve the problem of like, the franchise style business yeah. and so yes on a grand scale of things like it would make life more delicious but god it would make entrepreneurship yeah. this space specifically so fucking interesting i think it makes it so much easier as well really this does. is what people don't realize because it can seem so scary and seem so like if i do something that doesn't follow the the recipe of what it looks like i should do then i'm like isolating myself i'm gonna limit the amount of customers but it's actually like you put yourself on a pedestal all of your own that no one can come close to because it's like this is so specific, a flavor of what you're doing yeah. and so attractive, so magnetizing to other people. And you have an extra, like I feel like when you're in the zone of your genius, it's like you have an extra like reservoir of energy to devote 100%. to the thing. And it's like that is what so many people are missing out on. Yeah, 100%. Trying to replicate is yeah. fucking exhausting draining fucking yeah. exhausting instead it's like do the things that yeah. like you're so excited to like wake up and make yeah, yeah. and then it's going to be the easiest thing ever to run a business I feel like Alex Ramosi might have copied me with this, but <laughs> <laughs> he, he made it real the Let's other day. <laughs> yeah, where he was having a conversation with someone about like, you know, you can run on the treadmill for like an hour and it'd be mm. fucking tiring and boring and all the things because what, that's like the, the standard way to do yeah. cardio. It's how everyone else do it. And then this other guy was like, but I play racquetball for like an hour and it's so fun and it's exhilarating and I feel like I want to play longer and more and more and yeah. more. And like that really is like, that's that is the, the perfect metaphor. Yeah. Truly, yeah. You can Ooh. do so, you can get the same outcome, which is an hour of cardio, yeah. relatively the same heart rate, mm -hmm. all of the same kind of things. Um, but you've had fun. Yeah. That's me like trying to tell myself to go for runs and then just being like, I'm just going to go dance for yeah. two hours. But <laughs> like, like, the same thing peasy. with me with my time. Like, yeah. Why would I go slug at the gym? Yeah. I'm getting the same kind of like physical exercise and stuff. Mm. And so many people, it comes back to trust. And exploration, and exactly like you said before, that time spent by yourself yeah. in introspection, 
what do you actually like? Yeah. And, what and it do you can be so enjoy? much trial and error. Like I'm sure with like you find like Muay Thai, yeah. like you tried a bunch of things and it was yeah. like, that was bullshit. Don't want to do that again. Don't want to do that. But then you find the thing. So I think that can be a thing that like holds people off if they try something they're like oh my god I wasn't good at it is the first thing what makes people stop which is bullshit reason because as soon as you're like comfortable with being a beginner and being shitty at something and then knowing everything is learnable but then also just being like it's cool try as many things as it takes eventually you're gonna find something that feels like fun for you that feels so easy to do and then you know you're on the right track and it's the same in marketing like there's a thousand one different ways that you can market yourself digitally just because somebody else blew up with reels yeah if you fucking hate reels you don't yeah. have to do them. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved this conversation this so much. I feel forever. honestly, I really could. <laughs> we need to do part seven, eight, nine, twelve <laughs> as well. <laughs> Thank you so much. What is going on in your world at the moment? Oh my god, I never know how to answer that question. <laughs> um, right now, I'm really excited about making decks, making clothing, jewelry, all of that good stuff. Um, I'm obsessed with my membership, the Creatrix Coven. Yeah. So that. Um, I really created it because it's the thing that I wish I had, like working full-time jobs, wanting to figure out like how to be an artist, how yeah. to build a business as an artist was a million miles away. Um, and I saw how important it is to have a community of people who get it, Hell who yeah. are creating things as well. And for me to have a space to share with people like what over a decade of experience of running creative businesses online, being able to see like a problem that someone's facing and offer them like a really quick solution or yeah, yeah it's the most fun. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. <laughs> that is where the mentorship piece is super handy. <laughs> yeah. Helping people to discover themselves while also mm-hmm. giving them the little yeah. tips of advice. A little pep talk. A little pep talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the Thank podcast. You. I deeply love and appreciate you. And that is it. This is amazing. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.